we all know that online dating, all the app. Oh, can I ask what app? Use Bumble. Oh, Bumble. Okay. Wait, so isn't Bumble where you are the one who... Is a yes. woman has to reach out, yeah. Yes. Ah, interesting. <laughs> what did you call it the other day? Uh, honeybee? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hundred. <laughs> Dear Shandy. All right. Our caller today is from Chicago, big city. Mm-hmm. Good dating scene, I imagine. Especially now. <laughs> Especially now. Uh, our caller is Caroline. Caroline, thank you for joining us. It's awesome to be with you guys. <laughs> uh, could we get your age, please, and your story? So I'm 33. Um, my story, this is one, it's funny because the actual experience was right before COVID. So I sort of have some like throwback dating in real life references. And then it sort of ended actually um, like right on the the day things fell apart. It's like all the things fell apart at the same time. So, so our story was like right before COVID ended and I've had lovely few months to marinate over it and think about it so (laughs) too um, much time to marinate too much time to get introspective on this so Mm. we met on an app the only way i feel like me and my friends meet anyone these days but we met on an app and um hit it off so immediately um i just remember like across the room on our first date like I could see him before he could see me because I was like walking down the stairs. There's just like a vibe across the room, which is so rare. It's tedious going on all these first dates, and there's never like that um, je ne sais quoi to borrow yes. something that I've heard you use frequently. But there's never that. I love her. <laughs> there's never that like special energy that's just sort of electric, and you kind of like want to touch their arm across the table yes. so it was nice to experience that even across the room and then when I sat down it just was like an immediate connection I could feel it was really mutual and it just ended up being an evening it was actually the night before Valentine's Day so part of the joke was like it's February 13th and everybody else was couples so we just had a, a banter witty fun all of it so it kind of escalated from like a drink to we're gonna eat together to we're gonna go to another bar and the whole thing was just awesome and I love, I love those dates. I know they're the it's best. It's my favorite. Where you're I like, oh, I'm not really looking forward to this. And then suddenly you're like, wow. Yeah, and you don't want it to end. This person. Yeah. Right. And it like it restores your hope because sometimes I'm just <laughs> like, true. okay, the, you, to muster the will to like get yourself ready and go out when you've had like nine bad to mediocre ones in a row. So it was, mm. it was a lovely, it was a lovely, joyous surprise. Um, so we hit it off immediately. And that sort of trajectory of like electricity definitely continued. It was um, like all of our first three or four dates were like, we'll do brunch, which turns into drinks, which turns into dinner, which just like, we just love talking to each other. And it was really good juxtaposition of super fun and energetic, energetic, really silly, curious, intellectual connection but also just, you know, talking about families, all that. It just felt fast, but I was I was okay with that because it was that sort of connection you don't get that often. So moved really, really fast uh, for me. It continued on that trajectory for about two months. And then we were having a, a date night. He planned this whole themed date night. Everything's going great. Um, and then I so quickly that I legitimately almost missed it. He slides in and this other girl I've been on three dates with. And I... I was like so shocked. I mean, truly, the way he dropped it, like you could you could have missed it. Um, 
Oh, I have so many thoughts on this already. You- yes, and just it lingered. We were out, and then we got back to his place, and it just was like pulsating, like in my brain. He just kept going as though the night was normal, but clearly, like he said it for a reason, I guess, wanting me to notice. So then, like later in the night, as the evenings sort of wrapping up, and it's looking like I'm going to stay over there as I normally would. Um, he, I just had to bring it up. I was like, so about that other girl. And he just did like a sigh, like a, yeah. Like I, I knew this was going to come up. Like he wanted me to like be the one. I was hoping that- you were just going to let that one slide. Yeah, totally let <laughs> it slide. Totally was. Oh That's why he brought God. it up like sort of just like as an aside. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, don't pay attention to that. Yeah, it was like just very cavalier, just like a tiny detail he dropped into the conversation. And he was like, yeah, we definitely should talk about that. And it was clear that he had um, been sort of feeling uncomfortable, but he revealed ultimately that they had just been on their third date and that he actually met her around the same time as he met me. But with me, um, you know, I picked out his couch. He had just moved. I had a toothbrush at his place. Like I cooked dinner for him and his brother when he had surgery. Like we just kind of like got on like a serious track inadvertently because it just felt right. But I think that I'm speculating, but seemed like that was kind of a fresh, sexy, new fun thing where he was still like learning about her. And I think we were still in that zone in some ways, but I think I was on a different track, but essentially he'd been on three dates with her and I have to call out and laugh. He said, our connection is is further behind, even though we met at the same time. Factual and I actually, reference. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. That's well, yeah, amazing, right? <laughs> even Just, to call he, that amazing is another Bachelor reference. <laughs> totally. He actually stopped himself and called it out because I actually, he had never watched it before and I made him watch like the last two episodes of Peter with me. So uh, we talked about Barb quite a lot. In That's our, very in cruel our of you to, to make him watch Peter's of all seasons. I know. I, well, he wanted to hang out on a Monday and I was like, uh, you can try to find something else that would entice me to not watch Bachelor, but it would be really hard. <laughs> um, so, so both of us actually, like in a moment of levity in a horrible situation, kind of like caught that. But he was like, our connection is further behind. But I'm so... He's like, And he said you know, what I kind of said about myself, which is like, I never have good first dates ever. And so I had like two at the same time. And like with you, it just like took off. And with her, it was kind of a slow burn, but I'm in this place right now where he revealed he had slept with her. And that's, I think why he had been feeling guilty. I was over at his house. He drops it casually into a conversation that makes me bring it up. But I think that was kind of the turning point where he knew he couldn't like have his cake and eat it too. And it wouldn't be appropriate to not bring it up to add color. Like we're literally, he brought this up at dinner when we, and then, and that also adds color. We were like out at a restaurant, like before, like the same evening. So, um, to add color or we were like in bed, I had to bring it up. He made it about physical. I feel like he's tried to play the good guy in terms of I'm bringing this up, even though he barely brought it up. And secondly, I don't know if he would have re-brought it up that night if I hadn't brought it up when we were laying in bed. So that bothered me and I confronted him about it. But anyway, to to round out the, the story, um, I got out of his bed at one in the morning and left because it just, I it all went south and I also just didn't want to. 
Wait, how did well, he respond? So he sighed when you brought it up in, in bed. He and- sighed, and then he told me all of that of, like, it's it's really confusing for me. I didn't anticipate this happening. Early on, I kind of wanted to date her a couple more times to, like, play it out, and I figured it would fizzle out, and I would know for sure about you. He's like, and that just didn't happen, and now we slept together, and, like, this is bad now. Wait, but was it in a, like, I'm still interested in seeing her kind of, like, what was the consensus that caused you to leave the apartment? I just want... He said uh, he just was only willing to say, like, I'm confused. And he wasn't willing at all to be like, I'm sorry. And and or like, we will figure this out. You like are the person that I would prefer to pursue. Like none of that. It was just like, I'm confused. It's like The Bachelor, basically. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so. Um, no, I want to know. So did you talk about it after? Like, how yeah, did, where, I, up, how did I, this, I was going to ask. This was, on a, this was on a Saturday night. And so he called me Sunday night. Um, and we just had a long conversation, which was like an epic 10 out of 10 confusing conversation. Because he told me he went down a rabbit hole all day of thinking about me. And like, he actually was like, I found this old YouTube video. Of you. Like he just was going on. It was just like, I've been thinking about you and internet stalking you all day and thinking about all the qualities I like in you. And I really, I just don't know what to do, but he never once, like we talked for probably two hours. He never once offered that it could be done with her. He was just basically like, I, I can't see how this would turn out well for you and how I could continue to pursue her and still pursue you again, like very much like wanting to have his cake and eat it too. Um, and very much just not at all. There was not once in the conversation where he offered like, Hey, I think that I would be willing to proceed or how can we make it work between you and I, it was very much like, I'm conflicted. Let me feel how, let me have you feel how conflicted I feel and really believe. And then even during the conversation, he was like, I just want to stop and say, the way you're articulating yourself right now in this challenging conversation just really makes me like you even more. I, I, and like, I just like, I'm like already like squirming so much because I have so many things I want to say about this. No, no, please. I don't want to interrupt your, like, I want you to oh. finish the story. I'm just like, my yes. skin is crawl. I know Andy. Yeah. Andy's doing I a lot of. Food, I like to, he's awesome. Actually, in preparation for this conversation, I haven't done this at all because um, I'm not a wallower, but I went and read like all our old, old text messages and I was like, I forgot how awesome like our rapport and banter was. It like, I can see why this devastated me so much, even though it was like such a short little thing. Mm. But anyway, um, ultimately he was very complimentary, very much like listing off qualities in me that would make a great partner and telling me that um, like, he, he just couldn't not pursue this other thing. And I was like, and also like, I wouldn't want like you to feel as though I ended this other thing for you. And, and like, there's resentment between us. And I'm like, sure. Anyway, Wait, he said that he said that he said that. Yeah. So he said, I, I wouldn't I, want you to feel like I ended this for you. Yeah. Oh my God. I've so or that like we were, that we were together by like default, which I actually said, I agree with you. I said like, I don't want to, I don't want you to end it and like still be thinking you ended something you wanted to pursue for me. I do want you to do that, but I don't want you to do it for me. Like do it for yourself. Cause this is great. Um, but essentially he, we were at a total impasse. Like we couldn't, uh, 
obviously work through this because he was not offering. I was like, if I'm hearing you correctly, there's no oper like you're not willing to not pursue this other woman. I am not willing to have you sleeping with both of us, playing your own version of the bachelor out. So like this is done essentially. He's like, I get he's like, I yeah. And I feel like I don't know. It it was clear that that was what he was coming into it as a breakup conversation. Uh, that perhaps he was intending to avoid, actually, by yeah. how, by how you know in passing he brought it up in the first place tells me that he kind of was hoping you would a be okay with it or b not even notice. But he had, he knew me well enough. Like, there's no way he could have. It's a fantasy to entertain. I think that I would have been okay with it, but I, I can't be certain of that. But but essentially, he said. And he really left the door open. He was like, I think I'm going to regret this in about a month. Oh, like, I'm God. And he even was like, I, I'm You're sure getting an eye roll from Andy. with the, I think I'm a heavy gonna eye roll. Regret. I can't even, my eyes are hurting. <laughs> I know. And that's why, like, even telling it back to you guys, like, I am like, it was such bad action. Like, I, like, I have no, I have very little respect for, like, the way the end played out. But I also, what I, I can't, I guess, is really hard to articulate is how strong the connection was and how much I did respect him as a man during the course. It just was incongruous with, with my experience dating him, like how this all kind of blew up. And, and also, I don't know if it's just a female thing. I can't fathom myself saying like, this seems like it might kind of potentially be cool. So this awesome thing I'm willing to say goodbye to. So that's, I guess that's, that leads me to the, to the beginning. Right. My, I have so many questions, but I, I just, I think, Andy, in the male perspective, I think I marinate so much on like the logic of I am ending an awesome thing for like a potentially awesome thing, number one. And then like number two, it's possible that he did better and wasn't able to articulate articulate that in a courageous way. But I don't, I don't, I don't think that's what happened, but all things are possible. Let's get some some critical info. How old is this guy? He's the same age as I am. Okay. And can you give me the general industry in which he works, or is it too specific? No, no, he kind of he works in tech. Okay. And can you give me the general area of the country from where he's from? He is he's from this area. Okay. Have you ever broken up with a guy? Yes. I broke up with my last boyfriend. Well done. Have you ever been broken up with? Yes. My first bro- boyfriend broke my heart. Ah, Sad. I, I, are you gonna, do you have any more of these? <laughs> yeah, I have more questions. Okay. Oh, um, but I, just one more. I'll, now just, and then I'm gonna I'll just do one more later. and then you can go. <laughs> Was there any time... Okay. Actually, it's two, I have one more question before this one. Mm-hmm. Did you spend time on the weekends together? Yes. Did you spend time every weekend together? I believe almost every, both of us. One of the things that, that I guess could com, could sort of compact to the timeline, I say two months, both of us during that were out of town for a week. Anyway. And, yeah. and, and, and for those weekend dates, how off, how far ahead of time did you plan those meetings? You're, you're laughing. I'm laughing. Yeah. Are you, do you know where I'm going oh, with this? I have an idea, but I, it's interesting. I want to hear it. Definitely, he was definitely a planner. I don't know if you're picking up on this. I'm kind of like a free spirit in a lot of ways. I like to plan 
in some ways, but he was definitely a more A type person in the, in the in the relationship. So tell I. me how it like. Okay, you're you're a month in. Tell, walk me through the beginning stage and the date. Okay. So like, how does it? How does he plan and how does it happen? Just just walk me through the the timeline. It's okay. very important. Okay, our first date, he. Oh I no, we don't have to be no. I'm talking like you've already gone on a couple dates. You're like you're on like date five or six okay. now. I believe so. It was typically like when are you? Both of us, I think, are wildly again pre-COVID. Now all of our schedules are all open, but we're really like a lot of work commitments, a lot of friend commitments, a lot of that type of stuff. So it was very much like, what does your next week look like? And it was like I'm free Wednesday or Sunday, that kind of thing. Typically, okay. we'd always leave it with like, when can we next hang out? And that's where the whole, like, I can only hang out on Monday this week. Well, then you're going to have to watch bachelor. It was a lot of, a lot of that. <laughs> but, but it sounds I, like he was generally pretty proactive. Yeah, in so that sounds of- good. That's a check. There's an arc to every relationship. Um, you were obviously on a very steep arc upwards. Yes. Did you feel that there was any point where you kind of hit an apex and were just coming down the hill a little bit for some reason? I'm trying to think through how to talk through physical stuff um, appropriately. You can talk talk sex about it inappropriately if you'd like. Okay. (laughs) You have no idea who you're dealing with here. (laughs) I know, but I'm also just like, could my mom ever find this podcast? It's a proper lady, more like that. Um, But also, I think think it's important to note, we had, um, I think there was a lot, I think the up arc was also driven by a lot of Um, we just, the first like three or four times, it was just like very, I stayed at his place and it was just very like intense, hot makeouts. But both of us were like commenting on like how hot and fun it was for how little we were doing. If that's, I I don't know how to put it in that way, but like, I get it. Sure. He's one of the few guys I could just like make out with for two hours and roll around. And it was just really, really fun. Mm -hmm. So we did, we did, I feel like sleep together late in the trajectory of like, it probably was like a little over a month in. And it wasn't that I was like, no, I don't want to. It just kind of happened that way. And so I wonder if some of that, and not to compare us, but I, I do know for the record that like he slept with that girl on the third date. And I'm not saying all this is driven by, by that, but I'm saying I was like, Oh, you're having surgery. Like, let me bring over dinner before I was sleeping with him. And she was like, three normal length dates. That's the other thing. Our first like seven dates just were like a Sunday that escalated or a, um, or like a Tuesday night that should have ended at 10 PM that like both of us that were suffering through our next day at work. We were condensing. I feel like what should have been three dates into one date. Gotcha. But I also feel like we waited longer to sleep together than I have in other things. Okay. And was the sleeping together, uh, give the thumbs up or yeah. How was, how was that? the sex? It got better. The first time we had like our normal, like I told you guys, just not, we did it. And then we went to bed and then we had morning sex, but it had to be super rushed because we both were like about to be late. So the first time was actually kind of bad. That's, I mean, that's not crazy. As long as it gets there. But like pretty bad. Oh, really? Bad? For For like how amazing the physical chemistry i think both of us were like oh that was surprising that's happened that was, before yeah, yeah. well that's and something kind of that's shocking. not something to overlook 
No, it is not something to overlook. And that's neither person's fault. That just, you may just have amazing chemistry outside of the bed, which Uh, is a deal breaker. I want to, do you have any more questions? No, I think, I think I've got just about everything I need, but I just want to clarify. So you, you didn't really fully answer the question, but was, were you, did you feel there was an inflection point at the top of that arm? Oh, right. I was trying to amalgamate when things would have gone downhill. Um, that night something felt super off and like scheduling that night like i have strong suspicions that like he slept with this girl had this awesome third date like three days or like within the same week that like we had our like bad i think our date was scheduled to your point about like productivity and of like or proactivity rather of of scheduling we knew we were doing this i think it was a Saturday, I think, for her. That, again, I'm taking a lot of context clues here. But for her, I think they ended up scheduling it in between. He already knew he was going to see me, so he didn't want to break that date. Then he got around me and was acting weird. So I think when I go back and like look at our interactions, I think it was only within a week of it all falling apart that he really kind of got a little distant from me kind of got a little less proactive kind of like I was like what's the plan for this date so so okay just so I can understand this there are three variables that might have caused the downward one is you had bad sex yep two is he may have slept with this other woman sort of in that space and maybe I strongly believe he did like he said enough things. I'm going to be honest. I feel like it's a, like given for yeah. sure. He slept with her. Yeah. Oh, he told During me he's. Time. Time. Yeah. He oh, I mean, just the time, me, like, the timing yeah. of it to me adds up that, you know, he scheduled a date with you, had sex with the other girl, but like didn't want to cancel the date with yep. you. And so, yep. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I got what I need. Go ahead. You, you go. What you need. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay. I love me- the like blue thing to like arrive at the conclusion. Oh yeah. It's we all both a do puzzle. A lot a puzzle. of Andy's. The, but, yeah. But yes. Guys are pretty simple. So the puzzle is usually pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I want to know what the last, so if, this, if we're talking April, what the last four months, four months have looked like nothing. in terms of, so nothing. So you You're, were like, I'm not cool with, you know, you having your cake and eating too. Like you pretty much were we kind had, of forced to give him some sort of an ultimatum. It sounds yeah, like. I did. Yeah, and that's thank you for bringing up that word because what bothers me, I think, the most about the entire situation is I want to fall in love in a fun way where there's time for it develop to develop. Like I'm definitely not a like let me lock it down kind of a person. So I didn't want to be forced to give. I feel like I arrived in this space where I had to be like her or me. And I don't want to be that person. I don't think I'm that person. So I hated, and again, this might be a narrative I've made up in my own mind, but I hate being like the threw down the ultimatum, like girlfriendy girl. And she was like the fun, like new thing. Cause I just, I didn't want to be in that position. He put me in that position to have to throw down. Um, so, but anyway, so, go on. So, so, so but he has not, um, Zero. made any effort as far yeah. as you can tell to communicate with you since then no. so, so okay. is it is it absolute radio silence since the last time you had your last talk just nothing radio silence which is it's interesting because i and on your end too like you didn't reach out at all did you no oh, oh bravo nice. Bra- you're getting bravo, a round of applause right bravo <laughs> bravo bravo, bravo. bravo. 
of all of the boomerang people I've had who I didn't think I'd hear from again, like I heard from all of this for the amount he was already regretting his decision while it was happening, or at least pretending to. Oh, this guy. Uh, I, um, I was so sure I would hear from him. I was actually like really sure. I was like, I don't know. I guess maybe I, know that was part of, I was devastated by this, but I was also like, he's going to come back. You were about to ask um, a question, Andy. There's just one last question. Do you know yeah. just any about his dating history? Do you know like the last five years, what it looks like for him? Yeah, I believe he had been single for about a year. I do know, here's what I did determine is he definitely had a more active like swiping habit than I, I mean, like I'm actively dating, oh, yeah. but he kind of revealed to me, he was like, yeah, how it's like, I met this girl at the same time. He's like, yeah, I will usually just like swipe for a day, set up six dates, like not really, again. He's like a professional like, level bachelor again. Yeah. And this sounds awful, but on the apps, I feel like there's so much of, there's a lot of weeding you do of like trying to find someone with your most basic traits you're looking for in a partner. And like that amount is so small and it takes so much to find those people. And I think he checks some like really basic boxes. Um, just like knowing the dating scene in Chicago, it doesn't surprise me that he could just date, have a date every night of the week. And he, he didn't say it in a cocky way per se. Like I didn't get that he was an egotistical person, which actually this is an interesting detail. He loved to wager information with me. Like, in a cute way, we'd like play Jenga and he's like, if I win, you have to tell me this. If you and we would sort of learn information about each other or or do dares. But um, one time he said to me, if I win, you have to tell me something you're self-conscious about. He's like, because I find you intimidatingly confident. And this was like he'd known me for a long time. So I was surprised by that. And I'm self-conscious about very many things. So it was kind of surprising. But uh but I say that to say when he was talking about the way he dated, I didn't take it as him trying to be like, I have so many girls after me. I took it more to be like his methodology for dating is very different than mine and his availability of like everyone wanting to go out with him all the time, like just feels different than my experience as a woman and my experience of my other 30 something single girlfriends. Um, my final question, and I think we're going to let her rip <laughs> is... Please. I actually have one more question, oh, too, sadly. <laughs> I, I forgot this one. Ask your question. Detail here. What, on nights that you didn't see each other, did you get like a good night kind of text from him or something? Or was that not a thing you guys did? Not every single night, but definitely regularly. Okay. In fact, the cadence of our communication was so refreshing among, in fact, rereading his text messages to prepare for this. Um and thinking about guys I'm talking to right now, I was like, man, I see why I liked this guy. Like there was very regular text like that, good night text, but definitely not like every single night. Okay, like three nights a week when you didn't see him? Like what, half the nights you didn't see him? Probably half. I think that's a, that's a solid 50-50. I'll, I'll take that. Okay. Go ahead. I don't know if I really, if this is even a question, I guess um, we have the situation. I kind of want to know if you want us to just say what we think or if there's specific questions you want us to give our take on or yeah. do you want us to just sort of go <laughs> yeah. maybe if you give your take and then uh, oh, yeah I'm, okay let's do that if i have left needing more information i will ask a follow-up question okay do I, you want to go first no i want you to go first you want me to go first yeah. i think 
first of all, this guy, I know you're the same age. I think he's too young and he's not really serious. He has a lot of options. Um, and we all know that online dating, all the app. Oh, can I ask what app? He was Bumble. Oh, Bumble. Okay. Wait, so isn't Bumble where you are the one who... He's a yes. woman has to reach out, yeah. Yes. Ah, interesting. <laughs> what did you call it the other day? Uh, honeybee? <laughs> I'm a hundred. <laughs> uh, Bumble's after our time. Yeah. Not <laughs> honeybee. A, not good. Um, so, I, yeah, I feel like this guy is not yet at the point where... I. First of all, I think this guy is very good game. He has... It's easy for him to have really good rapport with women, especially women who probably have a hard time having good rapport with men like you. Like, I think you probably have a hard time finding a guy that like can keep up who you feel like is savvy, but like sexy and intelligent and intellectual, but not doesn't take himself too seriously. Like the magic mix that every woman with a brain wants. uh, It sounds like he not only has, but knows that he has. I unfortunately think I'm I'm just going to be honest. I think 30, and I, I'm older than you, so I could say this. I think 33 in a city like Chicago, you want to date older because I think a 33-year-old guy who is knee-deep in poon, like he yeah, really is. That's this, exactly this man, the way I would have worded it. Yeah. he's nice This work. guy has too many options to the point where even if you were his soulmate, he would not even know what to do with yeah, it. Totally. Is this guy good looking and has a good job, I'm assuming? I'm guessing yeah. he does. How yeah. tall is he? He is. I'm five one. I'm really short. So I think that might be his Achilles heel in his own mind. Um, is he was shorter. He's like five ten. But like, oh, that's not. That's very acceptable. Is that short? Very. That's no, all day. Like that's that is the nice thing. I feel like compared to my friends being. Like, yeah, a lot of girls are heightest. Yeah. So, so yeah. he's a good-looking, thirty-three-year-old guy in, in Chicago. Chicago. Just bought his own beautiful yeah. place. Yeah. Okay. Guy. Okay. Number yeah. one. Number one. This guy is a player. That's a hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah. But that. that um, oh, but, but not necessarily a, a malicious. Are you player. taking over? I'm not done. Oh, God. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is I do agree he's a player, but I don't. I want to build on that. That I don't oh. think that any of this wasn't real. Like, oh, absolutely. I, I was getting to that. But oh. Go ahead. No, that's <laughs> we already think the same. Exactly what I was going to say. I think that you guys, what you had, what you shared, was absolutely authentic. Definitely. I just think that he is not at the point in his life. He's not equipped to even when he's faced with the perfect person for him that he can like shut down the apps, uh, not wonder if the grass is greener, not wonder if his even more perfect soulmate is one swipe away, if that makes sense. The general thing here is that I feel like the apps have destroyed men's brain chemistry in dating. Like there's every single time there's something they like, there's always something better or maybe there's something better behind that one and there's always another swipe to be had. So, So men have turned into monsters and women still have to chase. So the whole game is turned upside down. So what this guy did was basically, he really liked you. There's no question about it. And he was exploring the potential of a relationship with you. At the same time, he was dating this other girl. And I guarantee you, he was dating at least two other girls as well. 100%. Like he went on first dates. Guaranteed. First dates. I'm not saying he was having sex with them. I have no idea. But he was definitely going on other dates, not just with that girl. So he had another shiny toy, but he was really liking you. And then he suddenly was like, oh, this shiny toy looks interesting. And then, and and I don't know exactly what happened, but you had a 
less than desirable sexual experience. And that probably was just enough in this world of dating apps where he can just turn on a dime and go to the next shiny thing that he was like, "Uh, I don't know if this is worth the work. And he moved to the next best option, which may probably have already been passed over for the next best option. And may that option has already been passed over for the next best option in just this amount of time. So what I'm saying is you guys had something real. There's no question. I agree with you on that. It sounds real. He was having a good time with you. He was trying to put you into his life. He met someone else who he liked to and was probably probably a sexual person. And he he wanted to explore that sexually. Mm -hmm. He probably liked that sex. He didn't like you guys didn't have a good experience. And that was enough to turn him back. And with all the options that they have nowadays, it was like, I'm not going to waste my time. And again, what Charlene's saying is right. He's 33. You should be dating guys who are way older than 33. Not, not way. No, I think at least looking, 38. Really? I think 37 and up. 30. Uh, all right. Well, your I big mean, rule, your big number, you've always said with men, 36. Any man nowadays under 36 is a child, I think. <laughs> and not necessarily in a terrible way, but in dating is a child. I also feel like if the same age thing, this is going to sound really extreme. And of course, there are exceptions to everything we are saying. We're not speaking for the entire country when we say this. But I think that if you're both 33, that could work if you're both like 27 or you're both 26. Yeah. But I think when you start getting to a time... A, a guy's 33, just bought his own condo. He's living in a big city. He's scheduling first dates like like, like he has an iCal for it. This guy has no, like not yet chart. gotten... Yeah. What? It's like a flow chart of dates. Yeah, he, he's not at the point. I'm sorry. And I kind of want to build a bit on what you were saying, which is like, I, maybe it was the sex, maybe it wasn't. But regardless, and I'm not... Don't... take offense this because I don't think I think if it wasn't this girl it was going to be another girl because I just think it's this guy's mindset and it's not you I think simply this other girl was just something a little sparklier that that he was like yeah it just sort of tipped it ever so slightly and it could have been just because he knew you better and liked the excitement of something new and remember it could also be like if you want to take a different perspective that he was he is in a place right now where he wants to be a player. He wants to play. He wants to date a lot of women and experience. And you've a, been there. And I have been there. And I know at 33 was probably like the most playery I was. <laughs> so <laughs> I know what he's going through, but he wants to have fun. He wants to date a lot of people. And it's it's possible, and I have some personal experience with this, that if he met someone that he really found a connection with, like you, it may have scared him to be like, you know what, this is really good, and there's a couple little things that I'm not like that might be deal breakers down the road, and I'm not even going to risk tying myself down right now because I have all these options at my fingertips, and I'm really having fun. And you know what, I, I'd rather rather than hurt this girl, like, and may, let this drag on for another three or four months. Maybe he did what he thought was the high road and just kind of create an ending to it rather than sort of, you know, lead you on when he knew what his real objective was, was to either find a wife he was 100 percent sure he wanted to wife up or just have a bunch of fun with a lot of girls. That's what I think probably happened. I have another thing I want to add, but I'm going to say I'm going to put a a timeout on us in case you want to say anything. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) No, no, it's. I'm sure we'll arrive there, but I think the biggest thing is like, how do you then 
be a woman looking for that short list of things we're all looking for. And maybe it's just literally dating older, but like he was the best thing that came out of probably 100 dates. Like I, I don't understand how he's like just having all this fun and like so interested in all these things because I don't even, it doesn't even entertain that I would want to ever see 99% of my dates ever again. And, and so it just feels like a, well, this is one of the tragedies of being a woman. Sorry, I, sorry, sorry. It's a bad time to be a woman. It is. And I, I truly think this is one of the problems with being like, cause, because women tend to be a little more sapiosexual and it is more of a deal breaker for you that you have that intellectual cerebral connection. Uh, I don't think it matters as much to him, if I'm honest. There's no, that's one of the, I think one of the reasons why he dated you for two months is because he probably doesn't find that every day either. But the difference is he doesn't need it, at least not at this point yeah. in his life. Right. I also want to add <laughs> that it bothers, it really bothers me how he brought it up and how he responded when he put you in a position to be the one to like, first of all, I, this is, I have to get this out of the way. I do think nowadays that monogamy talk has to happen. Like you cannot assume exclusivity is yes. on the table. I, we, I actually forgot to ask that. That's yeah. very Well, true. I assume you did not have the exclusivity talk. No, because honestly, I wasn't ready to be exclusive. Like, or I didn't think I was. I wasn't, I wasn't not ha wanting to have it and not having it. I was sort of figure around the same time. I actually, when I was, when I went on that, that trip I referenced earlier, I saw like an old flame of mine who tried to kiss me. And I realized like at that moment, I was like, no, I, I don't want to do this. Cause I was also still figuring out like, is this, is this the thing? Um, and so I was just starting to arrive there. I, but I guess I didn't anticipate that he was just out there having fun. I, in the moment he told me about her and told me he was, he had slept with her, like a lightning bolt shot through my brain of like, I'm not okay with this. I guess I, without acknowledging it, really kind of assumed exclusivity, but, but I guess I, I didn't feel like I was afraid to have that talk with him and that I, it had occurred to me and I had like shoved it off. We were probably like around that moment, I suppose. But also there's no shame in admitting too, if you, uh, didn't feel comfortable because I do think that is, that oh, is annoying as yeah like as a woman you don't want to be the you want the guy to be like to sit you down and be like look I like I don't want to date anyone else I'm like you don't want to as the woman be the one to ask for exclusivity that's I guess I'm, just, dream. <laughs> I'm really being in it I was so shocked like now that we're talking about this now all the signs are there I didn't entertain that he was saying like it just felt so good and I was talking to him so much like I didn't have room for my in my life for another person at the level we were, um, and I just probably needed to wise up. I just didn't. That's see how him you know he's a player, by the way, is yeah. because you were getting enough from him that it felt like obviously you were exclusive because the yeah. amount of energy he was putting into it and the amount of energy you were putting into it was pretty time consuming. You, yes, you, also, you, have, you have to wonder why would a guy say he had sex with another girl while he's with you. There, there's pretty much two scenarios. One is he's kind of a jerk and he wants to use it as an excuse for you to either break up with him and make it easy for him, or he wants to have his cake and eat it too. And you're like, okay, well, 
fine, you know, that's not great, but whatever. And then he can have sex with you and her. So the thing is, is you have to ask yourself, what was he trying to get to by telling you that other than out of this relationship or into a very casual relationship? There's no winning that. If he was a good guy, he would have just broken up with you. It'd be like, listen, I don't feel this. I want to move on. He wouldn't have told you he had sex with another woman. I don't think that was necessary. You think it was cowardly. I think it was cowardly. It was a coward. And, and look, I'm not saying he's a super coward. This is a very common move by a lot of guys. But what he what was trying to do is one of two things in my mind. He was either trying to end it um, because you don't say that. You don't tell a girl that you really like and you want to spend like the next few years with. Oh, by the way, I've been dating this girl. And I had sex with her. You don't say that. You either break up with her or you don't say yeah, that. Yeah, you only say and it in the play. context of I'm being honest with you because like I want you to know it's not going to happen again and it made me realize how oh, much I absolutely. wanted to be with you. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. It's like, listen, I have something really terrible to tell you. I did this terrible thing. I feel horrible about it. I want to be honest with you, but I want to be with you. You're like, I screwed up. I was drunk, whatever. That's totally different. This is not what happened. He casually told you he had sex with another woman. And as, as I said, he was either trying to get to a point with you, which I don't think it, he was trying to do, but it's possible. He was trying to get to a point with you where you, he... He turned your relationship casual. So he liked you. He liked spending time with you. And he was kind of okay with you letting him have time with you and this other girl. But he also wanted to make it clear that if you weren't down with that, he wanted you to end it. And I don't like that. I, and that's what he was doing. Oh, you think that's what... Okay, 100%. so I have a slightly different take. It's the same result, but I have a slightly different take. I think that the reason he told you he slept with someone else is the same reason that he... Um, that they're, you know, he kind of finagled his way out of the exclusivity thing. Like this, you know, a guy will date a girl for a year and let her believe, even though there was no conversation, allow her to believe just because he can then live on that loophole. Mm -hmm. You know, we never talked about it. What are you talking? We never, I didn't know we were Yeah, and it would get more and more casual and you notice it. It'd be like more and more, then it would just be like, hey, what's up at like two in the morning on a Saturday? That's how those (laughs) end eventually. Stop going off topic. (laughs) No, but that's that's how it eventually ends. Yeah, Yeah. so there's the loophole thing and I think this was another loophole. He was covering his bases. He did, he was seeing another girl. He was sleeping with her in case... You know, he was just covering his base. He was being probably what he considered to be ethical Mm -mm. by telling you what was going on when really he was, he just, you know, he brought it up really like laissez-faire, was hoping that you wouldn't pounce on it. But no matter what, he did the right thing. He told you about her. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't the right thing. But I think the end result of what we're saying is pretty much the same thing. Yes. Oh, Caroline, I feel for you. Yeah, it's a tough world out there. These guys, woof, brutal. It is, yeah. And I know it's an annoying answer for us to be like, oh, date older. But I, I think the, res- I, I do think that the result of that is twofold. It's not just that, you know, it's an older man who's a little older and wiser, but it's, they they get it out of their system. They st- Like, I met Andy when he was 42, which in a city like- What are you talking about? I'm 39 now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she didn't mean that. But I, and I know, like, there are couples that it where where, where they meet at thirty three, and that's. Yeah. I don't want to make it sound like this is an umbrella statement, but th- this guy in particular, I mean, he has player. It's, it's all, all a numbers game now. So all Charlene is saying is that you have a better shot going with an older guy. Yes, that's he's saying it. You may me. meet a twenty five year old guy who's like your dream, and you spend the rest of your life together. But the odds are, the guy you want to meet is between. 36 and 40 something. That's that's all I'm saying. 
<laughs> Sorry, why that was like really. Is that the only conclusion we have for her? No, it's not the only conclusion. We gave her some insight into what probably happened yeah, with this I, guy. But she, I feel it bothers me that like you're like, how is a how is a woman to know, right? Yeah, and it's just it's. I just feel like I can usually gauge that pretty effectively. I think you're right. I think I think I take player very often to mean like from the beginning always wants to keep you keep it casual and keep you at an arm's length but i guess it's like a greater art form oh to like this guy yeah <laughs> this guy's advanced you're picking out sofas with him oh, yeah like he, yeah he, I, and again i'm not belittling what you had because i'm sure that there was sincerity in that but i get the impression that he has done serious ish things with other women pretty early on and it's oh and i don't okay think okay with with a a woman feeling like it's Absolutely. further along than it. He was not doing it maliciously. There's a slight bit of selfishness mixed in with all of this, just by the nature of it. But he wasn't doing anything malicious. He wasn't leading you on. I truly believe this guy thought there was real potential with you. And then he didn't. And then he moved on, as I said, to the next shiny thing, which I, I stand by is now the old shiny thing. And there's a new shiny thing. <laughs> so <laughs> probably don't have to worry about her, is my guess. Yeah, but, I would imagine with he's COVID. not with that shiny thing anymore and if he is then i think it's probably a matter of time but you never know yeah maybe she turned out to be a soulmate who knows and the silence really speaks the, volumes oh thank you for getting to that yes yeah yeah he would have reached out to you by now if there was yeah anything. i cannot commend you enough for not texting him oh my god i'm so like proud it's the best <laughs> thing you did the best thing you always win you can't lose by doing that. His silence told you everything you needed to know. A hundred percent. Closure. I, yeah. It, it's definitely, it's, it's interesting. Cause like, you're right. Like I've, I've actually, I don't know if I've ever had anybody like be this radio silent and it, it not sort of like rear its ugly head a second time with something that of this nature. But I think that's what allowed me to stay silent is just like, it was such a blow for hit for this to be so, to end the way it did and for then him to go silent, I feel like says speaks volumes. That should hopefully make you not miss any aspect of it. Cause I know you look back on the text and you're like, I, I wasn't crazy. Like what we had was really special, but the yeah. silence trumps it all. Mm -hmm. It really what, does. What makes me sad though, too, about all of this and maybe dating older is part of the answer, but I, I'm so so single and like that is the best thing that I've had and I think like to a degree I was being played and I'm sort of and not, to your, not that it wasn't real but like to a degree I just but, I but, okay, but you weren't real. totally played though I really no, want to stress I don't stress think that. you were played until the very end yeah I think that he really did feel something for you I agree yes no, the toothbrush I don't think he went couch, into it being like oh playing. I'm gonna play this girl for two months no you don't get it you don't leave your toothbrush there you left your toothbrush or he left his toothbrush? I left mine there. And it was like okay. a, a whole running joke. We always joked about the toothbrush. Because actually, it was the first time I stayed over. I told you he was really, he had this new place, but he had all, oh my gosh, maybe this is a move, guys. Uh -oh. He was like, I have extra toothbrushes. He like pulled no. out like a, like a <laughs> Oh no. That's a red flag. That's a big red flag. I have to admit that is a red flag. <laughs> and have you ever, did you ever have two extra toothbrushes? I mean, I don't want to talk about, I feel ashamed, <laughs> but there was a time when I had several 
previously used toothbrushes in my toothbrush cup. <laughs> Did you have any other, you know, sleepover accoutrements? I don't recall. <laughs> Let's not get into that now. That's for another time. Um, I want to stress something. This is something you said in your email and you actually haven't really mentioned here, but there was, you know, one of your, I loved that you went into point form, <laughs> a girl after my own heart. You went to point form and you were like, did I go, did we do this too fast? Like, did we rush into things? Did that affect the outcome? I want to stress that I don't think there's such a thing as going too fast unless, like, if both parties are on the same page, then there's no such thing. I 100% agree. Yes. So don't, I don't think this outcome was ever going to be different. There was nothing. I know this is not helpful. It's not helpful to like, file this away and apply it to your future dating. But I don't think there was anything you could have done with this particular man for a different outcome. And if anything, you should be happy that it happened after two months. Yeah, you're lucky that it ended so fast. You could have been in a a year-long relationship that fizzled out. I know. The, The thing I wonder, though, is like, could I have determined that faster? That, like, he's not serious? Because I just felt like he was giving me so many, like signs that he was serious like i guess if i'm not and you're right like i I think two months is like is a fair degree of your life to give to someone and then walk away like i'm unscathed in most ways but but i i think about could i in the first few dates have have like sort of seen the writing on the wall but i also don't want to be cynical when he whips out a toothbrush and assume he's whipping out a toothbrush (laughs) i just wonder if the costco value pack I love that. For me, the biggest red flag actually wasn't even the toothbrush. It's the language of uh, the kind of like, oh, you're so confident. I find it intimidating. You're that sort of the the fluffing. Do you you agree with me on this? It sounds a little. um, You don't agree with me. No, I, I don't disagree with you. Oh, I thought of the other thing that bothered me. The other thing he said that to me is like, ooh, um, I'm probably going to regret doing this. Yeah. That to me is another line like, oh, tell me an insecurity because I find you intimidatingly confident. Like, oh, I'm probably going to regret doing it. It's just these lines. Like, it's like, actually, when we first read your email, Andy was like, oh, it's like saying it's not you, it's me. You know, It's, it's in just, the same category. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to... Uh, distill it down to like things that she could look out for, like for f- the future, like these little, these little lines that to me are ever so slightly. Like little Yes. And a little in a way kind of manipulative. Like I find the whole, I don't want you to feel like I ended this for us. And then that for you to harbor, for then me to harbor. It's like this weird kind of gaslighty thing where it's like, it doesn't have to be that complicated. It's just you either want to be with you or you don't. He either wants to be with you or he doesn't. Yeah, you know I, mean? I think the biggest thing when I think back on it, I think that actually the other, the primary reason I've been able to muster the strength to not reach out to him again is I like it really. He never once offered or implied that he was willing to break it off with her. I mean, thank God you picked up on that because I. I actually think a lot of women might not have based on how smooth this guy seems to be. And they might have, he might have sort of like tiptoed around it and ended up dating this guy casually for an extra month, honestly, based on how smooth he seems to be. Uh, But yeah, thank you for like, you focused on what mattered there, which was him not expressly saying that he was willing to 
break it off. Yeah, he was acting like there was options. Like we're entering into this conversation. Ooh, let's figure it out. There's and I'm options. like, what is there to fit? You're not willing to break up with, with the other, break it off. Like I am not willing to be in my own version of The Bachelor. Like so. Well, I'm that's what he was. That's that's why I'm saying he was trying to feel you out to see if there was this option um, to just kind of like coast with you while he tested the waters. And for and what it's worth, it's possible that he what he really does rule. want is something open. I don't know if you guys talked about this, but you know, I think non-monogamy works for a lot of people. But it just sounds like you guys were not at a place where you had discussed this, and it was something no, that you and it just so implied to me, like pick out my couch, and like he, like he definitely very often like said, "I want a relationship." Set like he definitely, whether it was genuine or not, I, I, I think he, I even think he might think he wants something serious. Oh, I think, he, I like, think he absolutely does. We have many male friends that think they want something, and. And don't deep down mm-hmm. or, or even if they did find what they think they're looking for, they sabotage it in some way. I'm, I, I am sorry that happened to you for what it's worth. I have girlfriends that are, it's a similar, a similar thing. I, I, I have, so my two main things, three main things, just as a takeaway, cause we're doing yes. time. The first is, I think, keep an eye out for these sort of rote lines that men give the sort of oh it's not you it's me like oh you're so this you're so that like it's one thing to give you specific compliments and it's another thing to give it in this way that's in it kind of like a truth or dare or like if I win you tell me this it's just a little Mm. it's a little uh too complex it's not a simple like I find you this It, it to me it's a little gamey yeah the first two months should be just unbelievably easy yes. and delightful. There should be nothing like it that. It does sound like it was pretty easy, but yeah. The second takeaway, and you can interrupt me at any point if you have other takeaways, but the second takeaway take is definitely date older. Just in terms of what Andy's saying, the, you know, it's going to probably be more fruitful for you in terms of men being ready. And the third thing is, and this is going to come out of left field, but if you are going to do the online dating thing, which I absolutely believe in, I think you should consider paid ones. And I say that because if a man is willing to fill out a 20-page form about what they're looking for and willing to pay even $5 a month, the odds of him being sincere are like a yeah. thousand percent. No, I totally higher. agree. And coming from a guy who thinks that Bumble is called Honeybee, I a hundred percent agree with that. Whatever that's worth. Do you have any more? I just think that just going back to the theory that men's brains have been corrupted by this online dating, it's it's reversed like twenty million years of evolution. It's a mess. It's so true. And I'm very glad that I don't have to deal with this. I'm very glad that you don't have no, to deal with this. No, don't give me a break. You, I, when you did deal with it, you were enjoying it because you had to work half as no, hard no, no. twice as but much. But now it is, it, it, it's become the options is a curse for men. It's a curse because yes. it drives them insane because it's like a, it becomes like an OCD. It's too much. It's too easy. There's too much access. I don't think it's healthy at all for men. It's more fun maybe for men, but in the end you pay for that. But what I'm what I'm trying to get to here is that always make sure that the guy is chasing like that's the that's the part of evolution that you have to stay firm on. You have to be pursued. You can never let yourself start pursuing, especially early on. And I know that sounds like a game and I'm very against games. 
severely against yeah, games. Yeah, but it's true. But to counteract the fact that men have now been given this unlimited candy store at the, their fingertips, they can have no game. They can they have they can have nothing, and they can still get a date every night of the week. It's not right. The playing field is completely uneven now. So what you have to do to you know even that playing field is you have to make sure that you're always being chased. If you are being chased, you at least have, you've sort of reversed it a little bit to make it a little more of a natural interaction. And I know that doesn't necessarily completely apply to this, but in the future, aside from definitely dating older men, I really, I mean, that is just, I cannot emphasize that enough. But aside from that, you should be chased. You're very beautiful, intelligent, well-spoken, young woman and a redhead you're like you're like a unicorn <laughs> yeah, but her face won't be shown so Come on. don't don't dwell i am fine being identified as, as a that ginger. can easily be cut doesn't matter no, my point I, is i am a ginger it's fine my point is <laughs> you should be chased and you should allow yourself to be chased and watch out for power dynamics where you no longer feel like that's happening where you feel like you're kind of like you know like yeah yeah okay Do you, does that make sense yeah, that's actually pretty profound because I think um, I chase many other things in my life and I'm used to sort of being in the position to like go after what I what I want. Um, and so I think tethering myself back to that is is a useful thing to think about as I'm as I'm dating. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Caroline, that was such a great I mean, it wasn't great. It was it was at times painful, but it was a great conversation, even though it was not a great story. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. Uh, I don't think you're alone. I think many women will relate to this story. I can think of a couple of girlfriends who will. A lot of women don't even get the good two months she got. That's I mean. true. I so enjoyed this, and I, I think it's very necessary because I am the same way. I have so- tons of girlfriends on the same playing field who can who can use this sort of conversation. So it was awesome to be on with you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're a great guest. Thanks. Good luck. Bye. Bye. Okay, Andy, do you have extra thoughts? Okay, so I think that was a pretty clear-cut case. Um, I don't think there was any... We had no questions about what happened there. And I don't think that... You know, we gave her advice that's sort of general, but it's also like, what do you tell her? She's a very eligible... Many, many, many quality yes. guys are going to want to I think to she just kind of got... So, unlucky and maybe needs to shift her her search window slightly. Yes. I the one thing I do regret is uh, is not asking her what happened physically. I kind of wanted to know. Yeah, I don't know why you it, you don't need to be afraid to ask that. Well, I just felt, you know, I don't know. I I the reason I didn't ask is because he seemed to suddenly turn lukewarm after the sex. So I had a feeling it might have been something about her, and I didn't want to you know, I see. That's no, I disagree because I feel like in my I, all I'm saying is that the mediocre sex has every bit as much to do with him, if not more. I 100 percent agree. All I'm saying is that I felt a little uncomfortable, you know, you got to get used to that. Since I'm like, so it seemed like he really turned cold after he had sex. What happened to the sex? Do you it want me to be you like want me to go there with the sex in the future? I think you should have asked that because question. I think creepy? I feel creepy asking that question. Uh, yeah, but this is where it's a diagnosis. It's not creepy. I understand, but don't you think that it might have been helpful to know? I agree, but these are the early stages of a relationship podcast, and we're still figuring out what we're comfortable 
what, what other people are comfortable telling us. But I do think it's important to a know what happens with the sex because I think that's a huge part of this puzzle that we only have like a foggy idea of. I'm guessing the guy couldn't get it up. Really? Yeah. And you think he was embarrassed? No, I think he just didn't. There was something wrong. Like he didn't. It, he was being told by his his penis that something was wrong. Really? That would oh. be my guess, but I don't know. I didn't ask. Oh, I I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Early stages, it's not rare for a guy to not be able to. And from what I understand from True. my single f- girlfriends is that is insane. I om- It's almost so weird. It's like as men have more and more options, they're having a harder, harder time getting it up in the early stages. Well, let me ask you this question. Do you think if I asked that question, she would have been very forthcoming about like, she would have been like, oh, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I feel like or do you she think- seemed she was like the most open, I know. willing I, caller I, I, ever. I didn't have that good that a feel mis- for it at the beginning. I would have had to bring that question back at the end and be like, oh, by the way, before you go, what the hell happened with that sex? She it was very worked. open and I think she would have happily uh, discussed it and if she wasn't comfortable she could have just said so and we could have cut so it out. So what do you think it was? I just think it honestly it could just be like mechanics. Like when I think about bad early sex that I've had it was more just the Are you having sex with robots? <laughs> Apparently. You know you're just the like Tin Man? <laughs> it's just like the way you touch the way you feel like the, the rhythm the maybe how things curve and unexpected directions i agree it's not it's not necessarily as black and white as he couldn't get it up oh i 100 percent agree for some reason he didn't get it up for her or something like that you, you, to be honest it's actually not that relevant i just think people would have probably been curious i kind of was curious but you're right if it was bad sex it doesn't really matter why there could be a million reasons but well, no i don't say i'm right i'm saying it does matter what 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 it was but yeah i agree with you the overall uh even if that picture is foggy, the outcome is the same. But I do wish we had a clearer picture just because I think that, to use her word, it would color the scene. Well, in the future, that's your question to ask. <laughs> so I don't seem like a creep. <laughs> I mean, this. I guess, you know, we're starting a podcast and we're learning this stuff as we go. Okay, and actually, I would on. be interested if people comment, <laughs> I'm looking at the camera now, if people comment, uh, let us know if that, you know, we should go in more graphic detail. I don't know. I never intended for this podcast to be a PG place. Maybe we should have a poll. You should do one of those polls. Like, should we have asked what happened with the sex? <laughs> Maybe. You get like 99% yes. Yeah. Who's going <laughs> to say no to that? Like, I think that it, anything to use again, her word, anything that colors it more vividly and makes it more relatable. Um, we, we, the more we have, the better we can diagnose. Mm hmm. So that was, I loved that call. I'm a big fan of She Caroline. seems great. I know she's going to meet someone too. Yeah, I am not so worried not about worried her. about Caroline. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm like negative worried about that. Negative worried. It's just, I do think she needs to expand her, no, not expand her search, sort of just reroute it. Yeah, just go by the assisted living facility <laughs> in her neighborhood, see what's going on, play some bingo, you know, mingle. <laughs> I love bingo. I don't care what anyone bingo's says. Bingo's a great game. Bingo is I so I always fun. think I'm going to win. I know, me too. I Every, right? So. Every single time I'm like, I got this. I get a new card. I'm like, this one's mine. Done. There could be 80,000 people in like a soccer stadium. I'm winning bingo. It's unbelievable. Until Every you time. don't. And I've never won it. I literally have never won a single game of bingo in my life. I have. 
That's amazing. <laughs> You're better at bingo. Than I me. won like 30 chocolate bars. <laughs> That's great. I was like 14 and it was very exciting. I mean, there's no game that involves less skill than bingo. N- n- no, that's it. That's z- zero skill. Zero. You just have to have eyes and a hand. <laughs> One hand. No, ears, ears. On ears, you're right. No, actually, you're no, right, just I think eyes. In most places, they have a screen Actually, now. you only need ears or eyes because oh they call it out and they show it. Yeah, you pretty much can be like a mollusk and play bingo. <laughs> Okay, we went on a tangent. Okay, that's a little bit of a tangent, but still relevant. <laughs> yes, always relevant. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. For this episode of Dear Shandy. Thank you guys for tuning in and let us know. Do you want more sex? More sex <laughs> questions? And should Andy asked, feel more comfortable asking about asked sex? Asked by Charlene, <laughs> not me. Okay, we'll see you guys next time. Okay. Bye. Wave to the camera. <laughs> I love that I have to tell you to do that every time. Every time. Like you haven't learned. By I'm like, 